welcome back to Big Wigs. Oh, baby, we're on episode five. That is like a celebration. I'm so excited to be here. I am your host, Anna Royceman. This is my beautiful co-host, Andrea Lopez. Hey, Anna. Hey. Oh my five God. episodes in, um, still feeling strong, still feeling very capable, able. Welcome to the podcast world. Uh, we will be changing that intro music because... I know. Uh, well, it, it's, we, a pla- it's a filler. It's a placeholder. It's a, you know... It's a f- Filler, sweetie. I'm starting to love it. I know you're like, Anna, this music. <laughs> and I'm like, Andrea, I don't know about you, but I listen to it on repeat. Okay. I'm just, I'm just embracing that little rock, that little rock sound at this point. <laughs> coming from a, coming from a radio background, it, it feels one of those beds that would be some sort of like fun diner and they're doing an advertisement and they come to us and they don't know what they want their ad to be. They go, we don't know, but um, just put um, any old song and we just, you know, we're a mom and pop store. And you're like, all right, I got the and vision like, and I got the vision. Have you ever slept on a bed this awesome? Okay, look, maybe maybe Sleepies is going to come out and be like, hey, that that Big Wigs podcast, we want in. That music turned me on really in my friend does work at casper shout out maggie who works at casper you can do us the damn deal are you kidding i have a casper she has a casper you got a casper yeah girl i got a casper my parents have a casper huge fans of the royceman family we're huge casper fans honestly casper would be a great ad for us you're a casper head (laughs) sweetie (laughs) i am i've been a casper head i get head in my casper Corey, Whoops. Corey, that's crazy. <laughs> Casper mattresses. Yeah, they're good. They're good. I, I don't bat an eye at a, at a mattress that comes out of a box anymore. Listen, when they sponsor us, you're going to get one and then you're going to have to be like, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> God damn it. I love it. Excellent. I need it's exactly Jared what to turn I need the heat off. <laughs> Turn the heat off. You guys are in Los Angeles. What are you doing with heat on, you psycho? Listen, it gets cold, and my little my little nose is like, I want the heat on. So I turn the heat on. I bet everybody who lives in Los Actually, Angeles has the heat on in their apartment. It's freezing in the apartments. That is so interesting. When the sun is not out, shit's it's it's burr. It's cold in here. Cold. It must be some kittens in the atmosphere. I, when I was in your apartment, you are on today, when I girl. Listen to you. Listen to you. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> I just had a sh- two shots of espresso. I'm zipping. I'm zooling. That makes I no just sense. lopped an orange in front of your face. I ate an orange in front of your face. You guys, isn't this an amazing episode so far? <laughs> <laughs> and I pushed our episode back because I said, hey, my Uber Eats. I- I've been really not Wait, ordering Uber Eats a lot because it just adds such extra. I don't. I don't need the extra cost. But I ordered sure. it and it, it came a little bit late. It took like 45 minutes. Um, and uh, and I got a delicious salad waiting for me. I got a little taste I of it. I was going to ask. Like, you you kept talking about the Uber Eats and I was like, what, is, what did you get? Salad? What did you even get, Andrea? I've been um, not eating a lot of greens. So I got a delicious just, it's called, it's a place called Just Salad. I've never ordered from there. I'm usually, you yeah, know, the it's usual a chain. speak green it's a New chopped, York, but yeah. Just Salad's New York good. chain. Just Salad. Um, but I got, uh, it was kind of like, the equivalent of the guacamole greens bowl. Anyway, I got a taste of it. <laughs> Baby, it is delicious. That's I'm a big great. Fan. And I'm it's waiting for me in the you. fridge and I'm I'm thinking about it still. 
I was going to anyway. say, I pictured when you said that, I pictured a bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel. I don't know why, but that's where my brain went. Because <gasps> you were like, I'm waiting for this food. And I was like, it must be that. It wasn't that. I'm I'm a converted pork roll girl. Uh, you know, a bacon, or a sausage, egg, and cheese, or a bacon, egg, and cheese on a pork roll, sometimes a biscuit, but it's so much better I've realized than a bagel I mean I don't say no to a bagel but if it's a breakfast sandwich I've now been converted because it's such a New York thing to get a pork roll oh I'm like like is it I think it's a New York thing to get the bagel I think okay maybe a pork roll is Jersey (laughs) yes depends where you get it absolutely bodegas honestly (laughs) that's a big divide are you a Jersey girl yes and you know you live in the city because you can actually go to an actual bagel store that's i guess that's true i think yes city is a bagel you know comment guys if you're listening it tell us i want to know what the percentage is we should make a poll pork is it on a roll bacon egg and cheese on a roll or on a bagel i'd love to know the percentage of our listeners um for me it's a bagel i don't know if that's the jewish girl in me but like that was what i grew up with so on a roll i was like people do it on a roll i guess that makes sense on a roll it's still bread it's not what you think It, it it's almost the same texture as a croissant yes but it's, it's got some little seeds on it it's a little soft bread yeah it's got it's soft it's, it's nice. soft bread come on Miranda, you know oh Miranda, it's, it's a fluffy soft bread just like Miranda's breasts you know <laughs> so <laughs> steve you dirty dog i'm sorry you, you know it's been a while since i got any <laughs> Miranda, <laughs> if you're out there i'm wait i'm ready for valentine's day okay um Am I unwell? Oh my God, Valentine's Day is around the damn corner. Can I ask, what are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? Oh my God, like, do I you go love it? Are you a girly girl? Do you are you like oh, I love love? Give me the chocolates and the diamonds and the roses. Oh my! Not really, because I truly don't think that mushy gushy love and planning things for your significant other should be contained to one day and I'm not expecting roses every damn day I'm just saying that you can as a couple can plan really fun things once a month once every two months and make it special for me Valentine's Day similar to New Year's Eve it's like we have one day to do the damn pressure the pressure like everyone needs to relax like if you want to get me a dozen roses I'm not gonna say no the Kardashians they misinterpret it. They make it seem like your man must fill your entire first floor. Yeah, I was going to say. With 50 dozen roses. <laughs> that's that's one, that's unethical. Two, that's wasteful. You know what I'm saying? What does Jared get you for Valentine's Day? And what is your, what's your preference? Okay, well, I hate Valentine's Day. Always have. So he <laughs> lucked out. Because I worked in restaurants in for seven years. And it was such oh. a joke of a day. Like, I, we used Absolutely. to play bingo at the restaurant I worked at. We'd have a bingo board. <laughs> and it was like, who's wearing red? Well, that's your first issue. Who's breaking up? Who put flowers on the table? Who's requesting a corner what? table? Like, it was just a, it was Anna, hilarious. Where did you work? Olive at, Garden? What no. restaurant is doing bingo? No, no, no. We, the staff played bingo, like, to keep ourselves <laughs> occupied on a terrible night. So we would have a bingo board of, like, who's cheating? Who's here with a someone that's not their spouse and it was it was fun for us i worked in fine dining thank you very much uh i'm not proud of it i've been out for longer than i was in yeah i worked in fine dining for seven years i worked in steakhouses i worked for all these big chefs that you know uh and love um i worked for tom calicchia i'll drop names i'll name names bitch 
I worked for Tom Colicchio of Kraft. I love that about you. Who worked, who uh, owns, who created Top Chef. I worked for Kraft in Los Angeles. I worked for Jean George in New York City. Uh, I worked for Laurent Torridel for BLT restaurants for five years. Bitch, I worked at plenty of Valentine's Days and I hated it. So give it up for her. I think I've like, thank you. Thank you. I think I've transformed like my thoughts actually since then I don't hate it as much I will say because every mm-hmm. day since February 1 I say Jared <laughs> I just can't wait for all my gifts to arrive like like the mountain <laughs> of presents that are coming to my door um so you remember that pressure I was like the pressure I have I I'm leaning into it a little bit now you know I'm excited for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day I won't go out I won't go to a restaurant on Valentine's Day I think it's cheesy as fuck because I worked them and I was like ugh. No one needs to parade around in a red outfit with their partner and be like, we we have love. <laughs> Everybody look at our love. It's we have so much love. Stupid. It's, I know. Yeah. So but here's the thing. You know, I have a sweet tooth. I could survive off Skittles. So I live for like the candy and everything. Like I love all oh. the sweets around Valentine's Day. Um, I love I love Walgreens. I love a CVS I Hell love yeah. all of that in the preparation for it. And I yeah. love, give me a doily. I don't mind the doilies. I think it's really pretty. And I love all the pink frills. Yeah. I love the decoration of it. I think it's one of my favorite decorative holidays. The yeah. candy hearts. Yeah. Please. I mean, my mom adorable. made a huge deal of Valentine's Day growing up. It was like a real holiday. So for does, so did my mom. I would actually get gifts. And I was, me too. I didn't even think that she would give gifts. Oh my God. I mean, I have one recollection of one of my favorite. Yeah. My mom did a tradition every February 13th at night. She'd bake a heart shaped cake with like icing and everything like a cake. And then on the 14th, we'd wake up, we'd get usually get like pajamas as our gift. Like we'd get like heart pajamas or whatever, like Valentine's Y stuff. Right. Right. And then we'd eat cake for breakfast because she was like, have cake. And that was um, coming from your mom, that's very surprising because your mom seems very strict and really not warm. She gives off warm vibes, <laughs> but you know what I mean? She was like, it's time to go to the gym, Anna. And you're like, mom, it's like freaking eight in the morning and it's Thanksgiving. No, she's very warm. She's a very warm she lady. She is? Okay. Yes. She's okay. a very warm lady. Uh, she loves to work out, but she's very warm. <laughs> but she's very warm. And she made that yeah, fun. Yeah. I have a recollection. A I came home from school on Valentine's Day and my mom had laid out this really cute little package fun gift. She gave me little white mini go-go boots. They weren't like what you're thinking They're You know, they were like little two inch heels, but super cute white boots, a pink sweater, a bunch of chocolates. And it made, I mean, I still remember that. I think I was in third grade, yeah. very young, but it was such a good memory. And I just, it was such a surprise. And you know, all the little Valentine's Day cards are so cute. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, we'll I'm see excited. what this year brings. We'll see what this year brings. Next week, <laughs> we'll have another episode before Val. Or no, we'll have it right after Valentine's Day. So we'll get to like recap what we did for Valentine's Day. We will. But it is interesting. I've been in a relationship where there wasn't much. I have a hard time admitting that I love somebody. I have a hard time showing it on social media. I'm not gushy. I hate that. I'm like, I don't want anyone to know that I like someone. I just, I don't know why. I'm, I'm not very, I don't do it much either. We're not PDA people. I think that's definitely like, not. PDA for sure yeah no yeah you guys aren't and I and I don't hate it when other people are but I also hate when it's super gushy on social like that like actually icks me I yeah I won't unfollow for many reasons but I'll unfollow you if you're just so icky and just He's literally the love of my life. He's the air in my lungs you don't need to say all that I post Jared and I go he's my DP (laughs) 
<laughs> for those who don't know, that's a director of he's photography. He's my electrician. Uh, you know. He's my handyman. He is. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it is. But I have been in a relationship where we weren't super showy and we didn't do a lot of special dinners and date nights. So Valentine's Day was super important. Okay. And now in the current relationship I've been, I feel like Nick and I really make a point because we do travel a lot and it's kind of hectic schedules. We make a point like, okay, this is for you. This is our night and it's super special. Um, But I like it both ways. So Valentine's Day, his birthday is also on four days, five days before. Oh. So he ain't getting no presents on Valentine's Day, just a card. Okay. Because I got his birthday to worry about. Girl. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. You know. Oh, Valentine's Day. We just had your birthday 24 hours ago. (laughs) That's That's the card you got to play. Listen, I keep joking. I, I'm like, yeah, it's a red Chanel bag coming to my door. Like I, <laughs> I joke hard to the point where I think Jared's probably like, there is truth behind all of her requests. But <laughs> he asked mm-hmm. me, what am I getting for mm-hmm. Valentine's Day? And I was like, a big old smoocheroo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told him I have $17 That's in my bank account it. right now. Do you really want me to fuck with Valentine's Day? <laughs> I can make you a cupcake, babe. I am searching through Etsy now for Sopranos. Nick's a huge Soprano aficionado, Soprano fan. So now I'm looking at all like Tony Soprano Valentine's Day gifts. And it's just, oh, my God, the shit they have on Etsy. What what don't they have? Right. It's ridiculous. You could type in anything. I wiped through all the Eagles gear. I got Eagles gear on the way for Saturday for Sunday. I was like, what day is the Super Bowl? (laughs) I'm a fan. I swear. (laughs) Um, I swear I'm a fan. Go Eagles. <laughs> go Eagles. Go Birds. Let's go, go birds. birds. We're getting hoagies. Go We're birds. getting cheesesteaks. Okay. We're getting fucking tomato pie. This is going to be the best Super Bowl ever. <laughs> I was telling Anna, I need to practice my Delco accent. I got to get some water go ice. Birds. Yeah, go oh, Birds. Water. Water. Wool, wool. Yeah, you got to get that Delco down so we can do a little, you know, Delco jersey we we need to we gotta go down the shore down down that shore <laughs> oh down the shore down okay all you guys all you guys all you guys Actually, going down the shore thank god i don't have that well, accent oh my god i always say on stage it's it is like a lot but i love when when you discover somebody that's from delco you're like oh my god <laughs> they're they're a special Montco. do you feel the same way or no Montco's a little you're from Montgomery County. Monco yeah. and Delco are right next to each other. Monco's a little more um e- yeah. You don't have an accent. I've got a I'm going to Wawa in my Audi. Uh that's Monco. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> in the DC area we have Voldemort people, which do have a similar twang to the Delco. Say that again? Voldemort? Sounds like Voldemort, but it's Baltimore, but they say it like Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore. Baltimore. It gives me the Delco vibes. Wow. Down to shore, Baltimore. Well, you know, Delco's Delaware County. Monco's Mo- Montgomery County. They're the counties. Montgomery. Oh, I and never then there's Philadelphia Mon- County. Mon- yeah. Montgomery County is like oh. Lower Marion. You know, it's where Kobe okay. was from. That's like the the most famous person from my area. Anyway, this got sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's lift us up. We've got a couple of things i i ran across a few of the articles that came up and i was like we gotta discuss we gotta discuss the world's at a scary place anna okay there's earthquakes everything is scary the world's ending everything's scary uh so um while i still power through with the award shows we (laughs) 
God forbid we still got those award shows and they are just as, oh my God. It's like everybody, they're just encouraging us to just forget all the crazy shit that's going on and we just continue on. It's just another day. Wait, we said it was past its prime, but real quick, one to 10, what did you think of the Grammys? I watched half. (laughs) I liked it surprised by the awards like the uh i it was very I feel split. like i've seen that award show before they were very split but I, f- I honestly feel there's always like the same names that come up and warranted there's a lot of talent but i just feel like i'm having deja vu every time i watch the grammys the award shows yeah to so a you, certain degree so you give it what S- seven six five the performances were great uh, but I feel like I feel like Sam Smith has performed the devil worshiping performance before. <laughs> Loved the throwback hip hop. That was absolutely incredible. That was cool. so. I would say seven seven point five seven point five. Okay, that's it. I was gonna go with like a, a seven eight an eight maybe. I I thought the performance was really good. I thought it was a fun show. Like it moved. You know what I mean? It was a good show and it was split. I, mean, like, I was moved by Busta Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the, the TikToks man of Adele and Busta Rhymes like backstage afterwards there are so many TikToks oh, oh my god and she's no. just like you were my whole childhood I fucking love you <laughs> it was like because she curses non-stop I love her to death oh non-stop I also felt like it was watching That's like fantastic. people's date nights I really liked the seating arrangements at the Grammys I give them a 10 for seating arrangement because it was like Adele and Lizzo yeah. at a table and then like Right. And like the J-Lo it, table. Like oh, it was yeah. it was fun to see people at these little bitty cocktail tables. You were like, what is happening? Where are they? But it is a very interesting atmosphere. I can't even understand what the after parties must be like because there was a lot of dramas happening. We saw. Yeah. Lo- you're right. We did see a lot of like couples weird chemistry. Yeah. Like there was a weird Beyonce Jay-Z moment and there was a horrendo J-Lo Ben Affleck moment which I know I know we don't have to spend too much time on because I feel like the entire world has blown that shit we they have beat that horse well there's this TikTok I wanted to tell you about you guys I live on TikTok Ooh. okay I, where does she get her <laughs> news like, did you see did I you go, see the TikTok? I go TikTok. Adria, did you see the TikTok? She goes, oh my God, did, what about Ben Affleck's face? Which was miserable the whole time, right? He did look Miz, like he was like Miz. counting down the minutes to get the fuck out of there. And there's this girl. I don't know if I believe her. If not, fucking great, jo- great joke on TikTok. But <laughs> she's like, I was a seat filler at the Grammys. You know, the seat fillers are people who work that night you get paid to i've done it once for an award show for the tonys lol and you, the tonys my parents oh my god they'll talk about this story for the day they die but they they were seat fillers but not not for the grammys but that you you were the seat filler for the tonys tonys broadway yes um but yes yes this girl was a seat filler i guess for the grammys and she talks about how she sat at j-lo and um ben affleck's table and that oh my gosh he knew he was being memed like halfway through and that j-lo was like showing him her phone the whole time and she's like oh my god and he like (laughs) knew so he played into it more and he was like i'll just be even more miserable and they were like giggling and she's like they were like touching and they were very lovey dovey the whole time but he was like uh, in on the joke and i'm like was he though i you know i i still don't know i like Part of me wants to believe he was like, ugh, I got to go to the Grammys. Like, I'm not a music guy, you know, like I fucking listen to like, you know, I know third I eye blind. <laughs> and while I do believe that, because they do have lovey dovey moments, I was watching the Perez Hilton coverage of it. And he he's talked of a moment where at J-Lo's uh, movie premiere of um, Shotgun Wedding. Yeah. 
there was like that mouthing moment where they were trying to figure out what they were saying to each other. And she was like, don't have another drink. And he was like, I didn't drink. So we definitely see some shysty behavior between the two yeah. of them. But for him to be in on it and then just, I feel like he loves to joke around. So if JLo's getting mad at him for looking miserable, he's like, well, I'm just going to look even more miserable. Right. That's- Definitely Ben Affleck. It also feels to me, I'm going to say this and maybe it feels like more of a normal couple. Like if they were just gushy, lovey dovey in front of us every second of the day, you'd be like, is this Mm -hmm. for PR? Like if they're actually Mm -hmm. having moments where she's like, sit the fuck up straight. Okay. There's a camera on you right now. Look at you slouched in your chair. What the fucking Grammys? (laughs) I would be like, wow, that's the most relatable I've ever seen a couple in my life. You know, am I a monster sometimes to Definitely. I'm 1000%, you know? Am I a bitch to my man? Yeah. Yeah. But who isn't? That's (laughs) absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't really believe that they're like fully, fully in love, but JLo, it's hard when celebrities have been in so many different relationships and we saw the whole trajectory of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner and Jennifer Garner, who is a saint. Yeah. And now he's with JLo and they had a history. It's so hard. You don't know what to believe, but. I'm thankful for the memeable moments of Ben Affleck. Absolutely. I, I can't thank him enough for he the gave memes. us gold. I mean, just, they were fun to watch. Uh, absolute gold. Whether or not he was in on it, absolute. you know, I loved it. Um, wait, absolute. Watched the Pam Anderson doc. You watched it? Watched the Pam Anderson. This is the, um, what are we watching? What are our flicks? I, I was interested in watching it because I watched the, Pam and Tommy the Hulu show me too me too which I loved which I loved and it kind of made them seem a little bit more wild and crazy so I really was interested in seeing Pamela's side of it all I'll say three things one she is so stunning from the moment that she came out of her mother's womb like she is just naturally stunning I didn't know her story of stardom and And it kept it real her look she kept kept it very natural very real on the dock too and you said that I was like oh yeah she really looked like a beautiful Very aging nice. woman throughout the whole thing, you know, like, right. And she, she admitted to getting work done, the boobs, but what do you expect? She did playboy and she yeah. was just like rushed into this, into stardom. I didn't know her whole origin story, but how she was discovered, which is an incredible story. And I was blown away by how respectful her two sons are. <laughs> the sons were awesome. They seemed like the sweetest, most supportive boys. And to be, a rock star and a sex symbols sons. Yeah. I'm sorry, but <laughs> yeah, they did are a good some job. people's kids. They did for, for what they went through. I mean, I, I really was blown away. They definitely, she kept out a lot of the, a lot of the crazy, I think relationship of her and Tommy. She kind of touched on like the abuse, but we really humanized. She humanized herself in explaining how her parents were abused. Her father was abusive and how she grew up with that growing up. So she kind of had this warped vision of what a relationship should be. Yeah. So we definitely saw a raw side of her, which I enjoyed. And you kind of understand why she is the way she is. But damn, she didn't get a dime from that sex tape. And it is brutal to hear about it. Right. Or Baywatch. I was surprised to hear how little money she made on Baywatch. And that like made her a fucking international star. Aside from the sex tape, you know what I mean? That was like her job. Um, which that is was her job. Crazy. She admitted to being in debt most of her life. Yes. I go, babe, what? What? <laughs> Never Are felt you more kidding? relatable. I don't, 
<laughs> it never felt more relatable. But also, what do you mean? That means we're going to be in debt our entire lives if Pamela Anderson is in debt. No, she it did does not, not mean that, with Andrea. Money. It is 2023. We are manifesting big wig moments, big wig bank accounts. We, <laughs> we are. But Pamela Anderson was like the, one of the sexiest women on the planet at one point. And you're going to tell me that she maxed out credit cards? I know. What? I just... I'm in shock when she said that. I thought, God, what happened? I, I her manager wasn't working. <laughs> no, definitely she not. She needed Chris Jenner up in that. She needed some. I'm gonna yeah. take care of it all. I'm gonna get all of that money back for her. Okay, because right. she did amazing. Really did a Chris, great job. Chris, we need you. Thank you. I, I I've called her. I've called her. I we're gonna chat. Um. <laughs> what did I think of it? So I, can I be honest? I, I wanted so, so badly to just watch it all the way through and like, and devour it. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. I have a problem. I fall asleep every time I watch something after the hours mm-hmm. of like nine or 10 or 11, whatever. And I fell asleep. I think it took me four nights to, f- to finish the doc <laughs> just because I four nights four different nights I kept falling asleep like I literally was like Jared I swear tonight's the night we're gonna finish the documentary of Pamela Anderson and I enjoyed it it really I I don't maybe I have like wow Jared's not to like not to like fuck with narcolepsy but like some when I hit that couch when I hit that couch after I've eaten it's it's done it's donezo for me he's like she can watch like a YouTube video before she passes out like I literally so it took me a while to get through it it keep your attention span i kind of i did i i shared that i don't think that's it i'm not blaming that that because i can fall asleep during anything except for white lotus Mm -hmm. honestly white lotus i didn't fall asleep so i i really enjoyed it i loved how real and authentic she was and her kids were i thought it was like just very cool to hear it i do agree i felt like at least my memory of it now because it's not like one cohesive sit through was like the Mm -hmm. pam and tommy part of it because i watched that scripted show I felt like, yeah. oh, my God, like they just like had so much love for each other and still do. Everything was yeah. perfect. I didn't. Right. Uh, it, she really did paint him in a in a positive light. Like she didn't say shit, much, like too much shit yeah. about him and was like she's probably and she was like he was the only love of my life and all this stuff. And like that very, was tough to hear. It was sad. Yeah. And like they have these two very hot sons, obviously, because like mm-hmm. you said, look who they are. Look and it seems them. like they have a good relationship with their dad, too. Like it doesn't you know, it seems mm-hmm. it, I thought it was totally. I was really glad she got to do this. I felt like the whole time I was like, yes, I'm so proud that I'm like, pr- I'm so proud of you, sweetie. But I feel like because <laughs> that show, no, was really big for her. she said she had nothing to do with that show. Although I thought the show nailed a lot of what she said. I was like, wow. Yeah, I remember all of this from the show. Like. They whatever mm-hmm. research they had, like they, you know, whether it, maybe it was from him, but it was like, damn, like everything she described, I was like, yeah, I remember that on the show. Um, but I felt like, you know, bad for her when I heard she had nothing to do with it and she was pissed off about the show. So I was Dude, like, oh good, this is totally. her moment to like have her time in the spotlight as she deserves, mm-hmm. especially after all the shit she went through. And like, it wasn't. It's funny because it wasn't the career. I felt sad because it wasn't the career she wanted. You know what I mean? Like she it was like, wasn't. I want to be an actress, and I was like, I yeah. Oh. We get it, Pam. Yeah. I get. We're you. here for you, oh Pam. My God. And then you know, I like lost my shit when she went to do Chicago on Broadway. I was like, oh, Yes, done. Pam. I can't believe I didn't get to see it. Do I wanted it. to see it. I think she only was on for like two months or something. And I like wasn't able to go and catch it. But like for shorter, you know, they'll, maybe they'll bring her back for a little encore performance after this documentary success. You know, I'm hoping. 
I actually, I really do hope so. It, I, I love how um, she's okay with the uncertainty, which yeah. I think I struggle with because I feel like you always have to have it under control and you don't know where your career is going to go, but you have to act like you, you're harnessing everything and you're mm-hmm. like, I got my team, I got this. And Pam kind of embraces the uncertainty. She was just like, I don't know what's going to happen next. She's like in I her know. bathtub looking all sexy and she's like, I don't know where my life is going to go, but I'm a bird and... <laughs> Everything will fall into place. And you're just thinking, wow, Pam. Wow. But I was so pissed that her career was just taken from her after the sex tape. Like, it kind of went from, like, the the, the sex tape. And then she, I guess she just transitioned into raising her sons. But I just couldn't believe that she just kind of let it fly away. Like, she could have at least gotten better management. Or in my mind, I'm thinking, like, why didn't she try to do that? Because her sons said she just kind of let it go. Because I think it was, like, emotional for her. I think she was, like, yeah. she wanted to be more of a private person. And having that mm-hmm. out in pub all over the world mm-hmm. just, like, rocked Horrible. her. You know, like, that's something you really need to work out, like, you know, in therapy and, like, with yourself. And so I, it seems like the money and all that, you know, like, the fame and the money d- became such a, like, a lesser thing for her when that happened. It was it was interesting to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, you reminded me of something. Oh, there was another line that stuck out hardcore for me that I thought, is anyone else catching this? Is this the weirdest line I've mm-hmm. ever heard in my entire life? In the beginning, <laughs> when she was like, her babysitter who like abused her, right? She was like, this girl Dude, would come and be, and oh then she goes, gosh. and I wished her dead. And then the next day she got in a car accident and died. And I was like, Anna. What? And then they just move on to the next yeah. topic. And then I bought a Corvette. You're like, excuse me, excuse me, wait, wait. We stopped it and rewound it and watched it again. This is why it took me four nights to get through. I was like, what? Just what? (laughs) This is why. What just happened? They. It's too hard to put her entire insane life into 112 minutes. It it really was. So they they just skimmed right past that. I'm like, I'm sorry. Did you just telekinesis this broad? Did you just? She's like, yeah. I just um, thought about her being dead, and then the next day she died. She got into a car crash and catapulted out of the front window and then rolled over into a ditch. And um, we were, uh, sorry. <laughs> what? Yeah, come again? Pam. I, I was, at she, that moment, I was like, I know this is going to get better. All the rave reviews for it. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, we could make a movie about just that alone, Pam. Yeah, that was yeah, Pam, that, Pam the witch. She really. Pam, that was, that's so true. Oh my God, I forgot about that part. <laughs> that was a wild but, line. The way, yeah, <laughs> it was because they just moved right past it. They went yeah. right on into the next part of it. If you're listening I to just, this, you're going to go back and watch that line now. You're going to go back and you're going to be like, oh, my God. It's in the beginning. She had a crazy childhood, but it felt like the way they did it. She went right from um, childhood and then she got noticed from that beer commercial she did. Yeah. And then right from there, she just like went to Playboy. Ah, yeah. What? You mean you did a beer? The amount of... The amount of mini commercials we've done, Anna. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Where's our magazine? But no, I. Sh- it was well-deserved. She's absolutely stunning. And she she is so funny. She. I'm so mad that yeah, she, she was, was sexualized funny. and just boxed into that sex role. Like whenever she was got, you know, casted for Scream or a horror role. Yeah. It was all about her tits. And she she's going to get work out of this. I think like people really saw a human side of her and like saw yeah. her hopes and dreams and saw that she has really nice kids. I feel like she's going to get jobs out of this. I hope she does. You know what I mean? If she wants them. I hope uh, so. Does she need to work? I don't know. Who knows? I guess if you're in debt. Is she still in debt? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the way she wrote journals. Oh, my God. It, it reminded me that you and I have to get back into journaling because we're like, um, 
we're uh what, what would you call it in and out journaling mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. spotty i'm an ex-journaler yeah. i used to journal <laughs> in high school <laughs> have i ever read you my journals i've done them on stage they're so dramatic like so dramatic that needs to be a segment we're gonna do we're gonna do a um like a <laughs> journaling with I gotta think of a I gotta think of a, a catchy name. All right, give me a couple. Maybe we should journal days. If you have a big wig moment, journal it, and then we'll read them out loud. Ooh, that's powerful. Ooh, but I do. I have a couple of journals. But the way Pamela kept every single thing, it reminded me of Brooke Shields and all these people that have like full ass Kanye West. Yeah, it's like they already knew that they. I don't think for Pamela it was that idea that she's like someday I'm going to make a documentary. I think she just like really loved journaling and it like helped her process things. But for these other stars, they document everything and they're able to make like a full documentary like well, years told, later. And I'm thinking, I told Jared the other day, that. if I die, go through my phone and take all of our like alt takes on every video I've ever done. You know, <laughs> they're usually like, wait, I need to do that yeah. again. All right, <laughs> he's like, Anna, hurry oh, up. Yeah. We got to get out of here, okay? Finish it. Let's go. Let's fucking film this, you know? <laughs> you have a lot of footage that you're sitting on that you don't even realize. You know what I mean? Or we're going to take this footage and be like, wow, she did a podcast. Good for her. <laughs> her Good and every other her. girl. Oh, my God. I, I love this. The we recording got real on this. is a vlog. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Recording podcast is a vlog. For sure. You know? Because you're going to play that, mo- that clip. When I die, you're going to be like, when I die. I want you to go through my phone. Don't go through my Domino's history order. That's not allowed. But go through my videos. <laughs> oh, you know what I realized is if you really want to know the the background of somebody, either look through their Venmo or look through their Grubhub, Uber Eats, all that shiz. Yeah. You get all that history. You get to know if somebody is an El Cheapo. I had a bit about this where if you can see if somebody like requests 25 cents. I'm private on Venmo. Like on you can't see any of my Venmo. Girl. I've always been private. Well, not You've always. Always been private. There was an incident that happened, and I had to go private. Uh, an incident. Yeah, because I worked for oh you know I was I worked for a game show, and it was an mm. app that gave away money, and people somehow found my sense. Venmo and started requesting money from me every day, saying HQ didn't pay me, HQ didn't pay me, which is like. There was a system. I had oh nothing gosh. to do with the payments. And so I, it was like every day I'd get requests. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm private on Venmo. And so this was like three years ago. And I fully have been private. And I love it because I don't want anyone seeing my bullshit for this That's reason. Honestly, so true. I used to um, <clears throat> in college when I was ratchet, feral and sketchy, I would look through <laughs> if I was on the outs with the guy this is how I would find out if he was hitting the ganj, if he was hitting the the when punani. You, when you said ratchet feral, I thought, is that a character in a play? <laughs> like, <laughs> what play did you do in college? Like, literally, that's where my brain went. I went, oh, wow, is that like a Shakespeare character? Like, oh I was like, God, yes, ratchet, ratchet feral. feral. Who, who the fuck? <laughs> I did play moth number two in Midsummer Night's Dream. You baby. go, girl. You go, girl. You bring that moth but back. I was, I was never Ratchet Feral. That is my, that's my drag name. That is my alter ego. Ratchetta Feral. I just love that that's What's, where my brain went. I was like, oh my God, she she probably did do theater. Like, I, was that a role I don't know of? Like, that's so cute. 
And you're like, no, I was just fucking spying on these loser dudes I was dating when I was Ratchet Farrell sketch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even I've never checked Venmo really for people's shit. I don't know. It's you not shouldn't a, because it's left me in tears a couple times. I'm like, oh, my God. Who is this new girl he's talking to? <laughs> like, that's how you know. No. Yeah. Keep that. Keep that ish on private is what I've learned. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Can I ask you something? When you see someone's private on Instagram, do you follow them or like and you want to follow them? Will you request follow? Because sometimes I feel weird. I feel like this got personal and I didn't want it to be. I just wanted to follow you because I thought it was nice and like as a professional oh. relationship. Anna, you've really touched the heartstrings with this one. This is such an this is such an internal issue that you don't like share with people. It's not a well-known issue that people go through. But I go, yes. I'm I go like, through Why it. are you private? It made it, you're right. It made it personal. And now they know. Sometimes I just want to do a little ghost following. Is that okay? I know. I know. They but I but maybe it's on maybe they're thinking that they, they want to monitor who's following them and like they've been through something. But there are some people where I don't necessarily want to follow them, but by association I have to because I met them out somewhere or – and I, I don't care yeah. who I follow. Like I really – I'm not monitoring numbers or anything. It's just sometimes it's like another person that I'm going to follow and I see they're private and I'm like, now you turned it into something. I know. I know. Now it's personal. Have to be like this. I, can right. I tell you what happened? So my friend who I love dearly, she um, – introduced me to someone for a potential job like through email mm -hmm. or whatever <clears throat> mm -hmm. and then this person I, I I don't check all my dms but you'll see at the top if it's someone like you know who you have friends in common with or whatever they'll pop up at the totally. top of your dms and I saw oh she dm'd me something it was like a forward for a job I would never do <laughs> but I was like oh I, I guess she th <laughs> I guess she thinks I need any job no it's not like that I, there are specific jobs I I, I need <laughs> and I would like to do but it, this was just like a rando job but I thought that's sweet you know like that she was like yeah thinking of me or whatever I have no idea how it came about and so I clicked it, I clicked it and I I didn't even respond to the DM because I was like well I'm not gonna should I be like no thanks but you know thanks but no thanks but mm -hmm. I just thought mm -hmm. you know what? I'll just follow her that's like a that's like a courtesy like oh thank you for oh I, I see that you sent this yeah I acknowledge you sent this I'm gonna follow you and then it was private and I was like oh my god now do I look like a creepster and I don't even know if she accepted and I'm like <laughs> I'm like oh no this was supposed to be like a professional like Thanks. Uh, yes. And now it's like, I'm not trying to creep on your family, you know, but I feel like a weirdo. Other people are going to understand I, this for your like. Oh, my God. I feel like a peeping Tom. I'm like, what do you have in there that you don't want the world to see? I know. It's, well, you know why? Because we are so in that public eye that I don't even realize. I've had family members that a that ask me like, hey, can you not share anything on your story? And I'm and I'm thinking I'm offended by that. But then I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not even realizing that that is a breach of privacy for their life. Yeah. And, and you have a lot of followers and some people treat social I media, that. I think, literally as their own like their it's their network of people, you know, right. They, they want to keep it like I'm updating you on my life, but it's just my friends and family see but it for my totally, totally. Yeah, and we're, I, we're different. You know, I'm like, I'm going to show my naked body <laughs> and pretend I'm Julia Fox and walk into, you know. <laughs> A fucking coffee right. shop. And I hope every stranger out there sees this. You know, that that's my brain. <laughs> Social media. Uh, I know. And I and I totally res now I got to that point where I was like, oh, I totally respect. They're not trying to be mean to me and like not to withhold stuff from my stuff. But but now I understand that, like, it's just a totally different thing. And we are in that line of industry where it's just got to share stuff. Yeah. Got to put it out yeah, there. Gotta.
You got it. But yeah, I have been recently following a couple people where it was a friend of a friend. And as you meet people in this industry, you do a comedy show and you end up meeting like 15 people and you're like, follow, 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 follow. Will I ever see you again? Maybe in 10 years, but follow anyways. You know what I mean? And it's not, and I care about them, but not to the point of like, I need to see their stories. I love to follow and then mute. That's my, that's my jam. Follow, mute. Ooh, you're a muter. I mute. I mute a lot of things because I'm like, I, I, I don't need to see your <laughs> stories every day. I met you twice. You know, like, I, know. I, I don't need to see. I know. But then again, I'm like, a lot of people don't story as hard as us. You know, like I story like, I know. here's me waking up and here's me brushing my teeth <sighs> and here's me here's eating Bobby a burger. Flay. Yeah. Like I do. I do a lot. Um, you do a lot. We do a lot. It's fun. But I know, it's, I know, you know, not for every I, I can't imagine how many people have me muted. I hope I can sort of tell like when there's a friend, <laughs> I'm like, you don't like my shit. You probably muted me a long time ago. Are you ever offended if you put something up really, really funny and it's meant as a joke for a certain amount of people and then they just don't even respond? I have people that like don't don't even know about responding on Instagram, but I take offense. I'm like, that was for you. And I saw you saw my story. And then they won't respond. No response. Uh, come on. It's obviously because play no the one- game. <laughs> <laughs> come on throw me a bone it's just because yeah people don't view stories like we do <laughs> there's people that i know that um it, it, it stories is just like a fun little pastime yeah. shout out my cousin carla she's famous for this we'll be having a conversation at a family party and all around sipping sipping some coronas she's she's literally with one hand her pointer finger she's scrolling and like tapping like, like she's liking it she's scroll like scroll like wow I'm like, you're a psycho. You you crazy, girl. She just, I'm like, why are you doing that? She's like, I don't know. I just like everybody to know that like I'm looking at their stuff. I'm like, but you're not. You're having a full-on conversation with us and you're <laughs> liking. She, yeah. She's doing She's doing like from the per, her per, peripheral. Just didn't, wow. Didn't, like, like, Can she follow me? I appreciate the support. You know, that sounds like a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> so every time she likes my photo, I like text it to her. I'm like, just so you see it, actually see it. Okay. Yeah. She's a great, she's a great follow. She's great. Carla, love her. She's Carla, fantastic. you're out there. Carla. I got a great she account. is. She also played the role of Ratchet Farrell once upon <laughs> a time. <laughs> I can't wait till I get cast in a regional production of, of Ratchet Farrell, the musical. <laughs> That's the name of our live first special show. Ratchet Farrell, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> Presented by Big Wigs. Here goes. <laughs> and then Andrea comes out and you're dressed in this like old timey costume. And you're like, here lies my ex. I'm going <laughs> to check his Venmo now. <laughs> Hookers. the Venmo on a scroll. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Spon- no, sponsored by Wawa. Yeah. Sponsored, sponsored by, by Wawa. Wawa. Italian hoagie. You know. Italian hoagies. Anna. What? I have the most perfect item I'm I'm spoiling your Valentine's Day gift already. Okay, is it? I'm I'm, I'm Gucci. I'm spoiling it. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I got high standards, bitch. It's got to be up there. I understand your need for that, and w- <laughs> when you know a year into the potty pod, this little the cast, this podcast that we're doing, I'm gonna get you Gucci. Shut but the fuck now, up. I'm oh actually- my god, we gotta give each other gifts. Oh my god, uh, unboxing live on podcast air. You know what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. Um well okay. Okay. And we had we we were gonna do a um the, okay, our other show, Taylor Shrecker, 
I got you, I didn't want to ruin it, but I got you like these really unique little tchotchke gifts. Like I got you these like personalized soup ladles because you're the soup queen. But then we all made gift lists and you wanted a Joe Malone candle. So I got you the Joe Malone candle because I thought it was fantastic. But then I was like, wait, it would have been way better if she white elephant unboxed this perfect soup ladle. Why didn't I stick with that? And I don't even know you could have such a thing. That's amazing. That's amazing. That is amazing. And I really... That, okay, that'll I'm saving that. That's I'm saving in my cart for later because I'm okay. still giving you that. Save it in the cart. Yeah. But I came across this People article, a fast food inspired apparel, and there is, I wish it was Wawa, but it's a Subway inspired purse that perfectly fits your hoagie roll. Could you imagine? Could you imagine <laughs> opening a bag and be like, it's not lipstick. <laughs> It's actually not even my cell phone. <laughs> Hold on one second. I just need a bite of my Italian hoagie that I brought to this event because this food fucking blows. <laughs> I, it, literally, if I was a man, I think I would have fallen in love. I'll be honest. I, it sounds like a dream bag. Honestly, I. it sounds like it's made for Philadelphia people who have an mm-hmm. appreciation for hoagies. I know they call them. What do they call them in like different areas? Grinders, you know, grinders. Oh, grinders. Hoagies, hoagies, rolls, uh, oh, subs, subs, subs as in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it right. <laughs> hoagies, whatever. It's a fucking hoagie to me. Subs. Um, wait, that's amazing. That is amazing. Um, so many things happening. Um, I Nick was like, what did she just show me? <laughs> <laughs> Nick is FaceTiming me. Um, I need to no start Nick. silencing my phone. Yeah, I'm on do not disturb, honey. We are recording we are recording. We're on. We need to be on private. Do not disturb all of the above. Unless he bought we'll us a hoagie bag. Maybe he's like, I got two, babe. I got two hoagie bags. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them on, you know? Yeah. The thing about Nick and I think Jared is he appreciates a girl that can eat. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He Didn't I tell you when we first so. went on our first date, I kept I withheld information from Jared because I liked him and I was like, don't. Like our Ooh. first proper date. We had gone out for drinks or whatever, but when we went out to dinner, we went to yeah. um, Han Dynasty. Shout out. Amazing Chinese food, New York and Ooh. Philly. Mm. We love Han Dynasty. Uh, if you walk by Han Dynasty, uh, just so you know, my dad calls it Handy Nasty. And that's the only way you're going to see it from now on. Handy <laughs> Nasty. Yeah, because that Han sounds like Dynasty. a parlor. <laughs> Han Dynasty. The, the spelling of it, he goes Handy Nasty. And it... it <laughs> I mean, my dad's going to get canceled for a oh lot of God. things. It's not going to be this, but you know, it, this it's is not going to be that. <laughs> anyway, no, we that's went, fantastic. We went there and we had this, you know, a really good dinner. And halfway through the dinner, Jared's like, oh man, I love cheese. Cheese, cheese for me. I fucking oh, love cheese. Uh, you know, cheese board, mozzarella. He starts listing the cheeses and I sat there on my hands and I didn't want to be like, um, I'm lactose oh. intolerant. I haven't really had real cheese since 2006. Said that, you know, I was like, you might date oh, yeah. this guy. Keep, keep. It's nice to keep some <laughs> things a mystery. You know, it is. There's so, some things we withhold. I didn't say it. It must have been like three or four dates. And he was probably like, let's get a pizza. And I was like, do you think we could do half without cheese? And he'd be like, Ugh, I already like her, but she doesn't like cheese. It's not that I don't like oh. it. It's just that I, I physically can't be around you if I have it. You know what I mean? Like, so anyway. That's true love. What I'm trying to say is withhold information until it's ready to be inserted. <laughs> <laughs> withhold it until you know you got him wrapped around your yep, finger. And then it's okay. Years later. Regardless, 
I still like you if you even if you don't want some cheddar in that sup. I st- I still I'm Listen, still a fan. I eat all the meats. I eat all the meats. You do. Uh, but mayo, mustard, you know, pickles, hot peppers. I it's a you don't even know there's no cheese. Next time you have a hoagie, try it without cheese. You know, or don't. I don't. I don't want people to have to suffer. You know what I mean? Like if that's their dream. Mm. I know you love cheese. You love a good cheese board. I'll eat all the meats. I love the a board. good. Che- I love a good cheese. Yeah. Well, honestly, that's a, that makes for a perfect friendship. You get most of the meats. I'll take the cheese. We're both full. You know what I mean? Right. Wait. I am. I'm beyond pissed. The bag is sold out. I didn't even realize. I'm sure half of these are sold out. If there's a People Magazine article, I bet half of these are sold out. We're gonna have to get the bag. There was a Panera this, launch. This came a- out yesterday. Wait, what? Well, this article came out yesterday. Oh my god! It was in honor of New York Fashion Week. The Panera is selling the baguette bag, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's a green bag covered in the letter P. It's a perfect size for your toasted baguettes, and you get it at PaneraBaguetteBag.com for forty dollars. I'm so limited edition. It's already sold out. Ah, <gasps> it's okay. We're gonna find it. Panera clothing, I gotta say, goes real fast. I was I was saying earlier there was a. Uh, bathing suit they had that I loved. It was a Panera bathing suit. I was like, I need it. I need it. And my friend worked for like the marketing campaign or whatever. And I was like, yo, I can't find this anywhere. Do you have it anywhere? And she was like, I'm going to try and get you one. It never happened. So New York's hottest club, Panera. (laughs) (laughs) In the words of Stefan. New York's hottest club is Ratchet Farrell. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done. Now I'm done. <laughs> okay, can we talk about another item on here that I'm gunning for? These fucking M&M Please sneakers. Do. Are you kidding me? These Nike. Oh, I got to go. Wait. What? No, they're not Nike. I'm sorry. Oh. They're Adidas. My bad. The Adidas oh. M&M. Wow. I don't know if I like the Velcro strap, though. I don't care. I think it's fucking cool. <laughs> That's a cool sneaker. That is really really a look i also hope they do have it in different colors because you need the green one i love i absolutely love as as you do what do you think about the chipotle water cup lemonade scented candle very cute very very cute you know i love a candle you know i love a candle Mm -hmm. i I request a candle when someone says holidays i say candle i want that chipotle (laughs) candle although can i be honest it's in a it's in a paper water cup from chipotle won't that catch on fire isn't that a hazard (laughs) It does really look <laughs> like the real thing. It's yeah. got to be plastic, though. Yeah. Well, that'll catch on fire, too. Do you no, remember those butter candles? Ceramic. Those, those butter candles that were a thing for a moment. After the board, the butter board, it was a butter candle. Did you see these? Oh, my God. The things that people... I did see that, and I was very confused by the whole entire thing. Yeah. It was a little weird. It was a little random. Um, It was a little random. There's... Honestly, a bunch of things that I do think I need to buy. <laughs> the Dunkin' onesie around. I can live without. <laughs> can the, you? Now that you say it, I want a Dunkin' onesie. The Corona onesie has my heart. I think that's, oh my God, the Sonic pajamas. All right, we're done I'm here. Anyway, girl. that's uh, a Sonic girl. The Sonics, they have the roller skates, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do they still do that? Is that there's no way you I know go, that yeah. got banned when somebody no sued the company? <laughs> yeah, uh, we yeah, were Sonic. They we, they didn't really have 
did you kind of grew up in the city so it, it wasn't like we were going to like fast food takeout joints you know like drive throughs yeah we didn't really do that we would go to a designated like pizza hut or mcdonald's yeah as kids like after like a sporting event but we never really did like the full-on yeah. drive through experience which i'm sad about we I didn't like do that's... much either in philly but like you want to know something funny i when my grandmother died uh like six years ago <laughs> We went to her apartment, my brother and my mom and I. And you know that day when a family member dies? It's just like, it's sad, but it's also just such an eerie, weird time. And no one really knows. Everyone's processing their grief in different fucking ways. And you're just kind of like in a haze. I'm sure everyone can relate to that day when it's like you don't even know how to behave. And we went to my grandma's Mm -hmm. apartment and like got some stuff I, there's pictures of me I'm, I'm of course I'm, I did a photo shoot of like trying on her like old fur <laughs> coats and shit and like everyone's doing like Anna's my brother trying to <laughs> my brother and my mom and I are already you like bitch you're trying to I claim this first yeah I'm trying on the furs or whatever and then we leave and my mom's like well like what do you guys want to do and my brother is like I want to fucking go to McDonald's and we as a family I've never done this what? in my life we were grown adults this was six years ago my mom and my brother and me went to a McDonald's drive-thru, which I had never seen my mom do in my entire life, and got McDonald's. <laughs> like, we were just like, it was the day, like, after you know she died, and we were just like, we just went through all her shit in her apartment, and like, you know, my mom had to pick out an outfit to bury her in. Like, it was a really morbid fucking day, and we, uh, and McDonald's saved us, and you know? We were laughing. Only a Big Mac. We- <laughs> We got all this shit. We're sitting in the car, eating it in the car, too. Like, we could have gone home and had it, but we ate it in the car. My mom, you know, my mom, uh, she got a, like a, what's it called? What are the ice cream things? A McFlurry or something, you McFlurry. know. McFlurry. Oh, she's like. A McFlurry. You know, just oh, a little ice cream. My wonders. mom's not going to eat a fucking hamburger in front of me, but she's going to have a little God McFlurry. forbid. No. <laughs> no, she likes burgers. I shouldn't rip on her for that, but not a McDonald's <laughs> one. You know what I mean? Like, she's not going hardcore fast yeah. food. Anyway, that was the last time I remember being like really into a drive through. I road trips I'll do a drive through. Oh yeah. Now, you know, like off the road. Road trips, yes, yes. It's such an experience. Road trips have that special it's like a whole process you go through when you go on a road trip. You're yeah. Like, we're gonna hit we're gonna hit a gas station. We're going to hit probably a drive through My ritual is unfortunately usually a Slim Jim, and it's really only reserved for road trips. I'll be honest. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I can only eat it. But then you got to sit in the stink of the drive through smell. Like, yeah. the whole car smells like French fries mm-hmm. for the next eight hours. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, is it? Swamp ass mixed with fries. It's not my ideal. How swampy do you get? You got air conditioning in that car. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm dancing. I'm sipping on a Slurpee. I love it. No, really, my ass just starts to hurt. It's not even like swamp ass. It gets a little damp, but mostly it's just my ass just hurts. Like we we tried to go general. to a McDonald's d- a drive through in New York like recently, like a couple months ago, because we were like yeah. driving. I think to Philly. You know, we do that drive a lot, and uh, hmm. and we stopped at McDonald's. And this was the day I learned they don't do breakfast all day anymore. And it was like eleven forty five, and we waited God on this damn. whole long line. Like got off the highway, waited on the whole long line, whatever. And that. I was like. I would like a McGriddle, no cheese. And she was like, we don't do breakfast at this hour. And I was like, but you do breakfast all day. This is McDonald's, right? (laughs) She goes, 
not since the pandemic girl. And I was like, are you serious? I'm like having a heart to heart. I'm like, wait, that's so upsetting. I don't really want anything then I need breakfast. And then she goes, okay, then close up your window and like, wait, we had to wait in the whole line. <laughs> wait to get out. She actually did end up giving you breakfast. No, she said no. And I said, okay, I guess I'll find a Starbucks. <laughs> I left. As a fast food employee you know they go through the ringer with all of the the people that come through the drive-thru it would give me so much joy to tell people "Mm, breakfast already ended girl sorry I would honestly get that you get high off it 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 would that you get high off of that feeling because you're like you (laughs) not that I like letting people down it's only in that situation where people are so annoying yeah and it probably feels good to let them down (laughs) it's like why don't you know that we don't do breakfast anymore why don't you know but but you're in that car and all you're thinking about is a McGriddle and your yeah. dreams are squashed. Um, I meant Your to say you you wanted us to do a segment. This is my entire personality now. And I felt like the mm-hmm. bag was our entire personality. Now I should just drop that in because I think we should do you guys. We're still figuring this out with you. And I want to. Can we thank everybody for being us. here? I, I love you guys for being here. Like everybody who's listening. We didn't do it in the beginning. I, I was going to do it in the beginning. Maybe we'll right. maybe we'll right. add it in. But no, I, as feel we, free to add it in. As we navigate it along, it's it's fun to have you here and have us like figure out what we're doing. I think people really like the hot take segment. I, I feel like we need to do another hot takes. We do need another hot takes. And slowly but surely, you'll start understanding all the different segments because we're throwing it at you real quick right now. We're like, we yeah. have a plan to do this and this and this, but we do have a whole idea. We want to do hot takes. We want to do this is my whole personality now. We want to do big wig moments of the week, big yeah. and low moments of the week. So, yeah, and as we're building it out, you guys are coming along for the whole journey. And it's honestly fun to see um, the behind the scenes of what it looks like. But I know. 50 episodes know from we now, we're going to listen back and be like, oh, we were so cute. <laughs> Look at us trying out our little segment. Oh, so cute. Look at ours. It's okay. I'm loving oh it. My God. We're raw. We're unfiltered. This is us trying to, you know, do our shit live right now. The first thing on our to-do list is figuring out our intro. No, I'm just kidding. I really do love that <laughs> intro song, Anna. No, you don't. It's okay. <laughs> it's going to change one day. You're going to be like, holy shit, that's good. And I'm going to be like, oh, shit. Shit. We upped it's, our game. We, we're trying a couple different variations of it because we do have um, some thoughts on what it could be. It could be like the same thing every time. It just just some intro music. But uh, we do have a couple thoughts. But... Yeah, we we honestly we have we've had a really good week with the podcast. We got a couple of interesting emails about it, uh, which we you may see in the future. But obviously, we can't say anything now. But just listen know we're to doing you. Okay. I'm gonna go and check your Venmo. I'm gonna be like, what the what is, what, is, <laughs> what kind of cryptic messages is she? That I'm gonna be like, listen, who's she paying these days? Okay, who where where's her money going? I, that's what I gotta know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If I'm telling you, a check fucking, a Venmo. Yeah, if there isn't a, a hoagie bag on there, I'm not going to trust this girl anymore. <laughs> check a mofo's Venmo. <laughs> okay, and wait. That's l- for sure. Let's do a hot take. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do a hot take on? Uh, give me, a, give me, give us, give us a little hot take. I'm feeling hot. Takey. A little, a little hot take. At first, I thought I wanted to re- to um, revisit Baffleck's face, but now I know for sure. Uh, everybody's talking about it once again. It's, it's Groundhog Day all over again. Leonardo DiCaprio, Mr. Famous, infamous for dating anyone below. Actually, no, once they reach the age of, what is it, 19 or no, 23? Probably 26? like, I don't know, 23. Let's call it 20. That's an average of those two. <laughs> an average of the two. Perfect. It's it's a 
insanely young age where he has a cutoff and he doesn't date anybody over that. He just broke up with that gorgeous model actress. I forget her name, but she's I, I, I'm obsessed with her. Uh, yeah, she she hit the cutoff age and she's no longer dating. He's now been seen floating around with a 19 year old and people are flabbergasted. They're disgusted. Yeah, I mean, they can't believe he bagged another baby. Yo, Leo's got and a type and it's young. Dude. <laughs> And it's young. It's the George Clooney effect. Do you think Leonardo DiCaprio was ever going to find his Amal? Or is he just, he has such an insane lifestyle that I just don't know if he really wants anyone that serious. Yeah, he might just be like, no, this is what I like. And I'm Leonardo right. DiCaprio. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I mean, so I want your hot take. Leo dating a 19-year-old. Let me get her name for you. Um, Eladia has a son named Leonardo. We need yes, to hear yes, Eladia's hot take. First of all, uh, thank you, my my Balbonito Leonardo. He is like my sixth or my fifth. I c- I cannot remember <laughs> sometimes because it's like it's just so hard to keep track of everybody. But like, I think it is so um, bonitos, you know that that <laughs> that Leonardo finds so much love because I love love and I love love of a celebritaros you know like I have a husband his name is Alec Baldwin you guys probably know him from like his movies and stuff and obviously <laughs> it's it feels very special for me to be in a relationship with my celebrity husband so for her 19 22 44 you know however her age I feel she is a very lucky, um, how you say, um, lucky um, um, young uh, young woman who gets mm-hmm. to experience Hollywood and life through a celebrity like a Leonardo. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, Leonardo! Yeah, oh, my Leonardo, he's he's punching the walls. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my kids, they're all over the place. So I feel very good for her, is what I'm trying to say. I feel like she has hit the jackpot, though, and she is just going to have beautiful Leonardo children, you know? De Capriado. Mm-hmm. Is that the Unless she turns the age of 25, but then but then it's over. Kill yourself, you know? Right. Then, then I <laughs> <laughs> start doing Pilates. Yeah. If you, you do yoga, you will live. You will look 19 when you are 24. Mm. I don't know about 25, you know, but 24. That's too old. Now, Eladia, forgive me if you already said this, but what's the age difference between you and Alec? Like 13, eight, maybe like tw- 20 years. <laughs> I don't know. I age is but a number. Age is but a numero. You know that's what they say. So that that is what they say. He got that older lately, but I stayed young. Correct. And you look fantastic, by the way. Gracias. <laughs> well, you know. Would you ever want your son Leonardo to follow suit with DiCaprio? Oh, for, for sure, Amento. I think he is just he, he is <laughs> such a good looking. You know, he shares a lot of the similar qualitados. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course, if he can find a, a girl who is younger and more beautiful, you know, the more mm-hmm. the more young, the more children she could have. So, yeah, absolutely. And that's for sure a plus side of you. I mean, you pop them out faster than a bunny. I do. At so this point. Some I don't pop out. They are just uh, through a surrogato, but that's, uh, that's my mm. secret to keep. So <laughs> <laughs> not for you, for <laughs> me. But yes, I love to give birth. It's like, 
it's like a, s- a <coughs> such a sensual momentos, you know? It's really nice. It's, I love it. What advice, because you love having children. I have one last question. You know, Leonardo is famous for just having a relationship, ending it, no children. Um, what for you about birthing children, having children, starting a big family is so amazing. Well, you and I feel like Leonardo is missing that. Yeah, he, you know, it's it's it locks down the husband. You know, like <laughs> it's really you know child supporto or if they're not mm. there, if they're there, you know, it's fine. Maybe they put them to sleep, but it's really a, a it's l- more like a, a lock and chain. You know, mm. so if he's just letting them go uh, on with their lives, you know, it's just like, uh, I don't know. I guess they're just like not going to have a baby. But like, you know, it's a really beautiful thing to lock down a partner. And I just recommend it for all. You know, I do. I Alec, I m- see your point. Yeah, there. He might be out and, you know, in in the Leonardo DiCapriato worlds if he didn't have seven baldwinitos and it's just like he he cannot leave physically so (laughs) he cannot because that child support bill would be through the roof Eladia. yeah well he's a he's a movie star so it's okay he's okay it would be (laughs) through the el cielo yeah gracias be crazy thank you so much Eladia. um and all the best to you, because I know you're going through a really hard time right now. Uh, um, no, no photographicas. Uh, <laughs> I have to go. The paparazzo, they're banging on my door. I have to, I have to I'm leave. I'm sure they are. It's so, uh, okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Eladia. How was that? I can't even hear myself. I thought, I, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic. He's, uh, the age difference is uh, 12, 13, uh, 12 years. Yeah. That I don't know how many years. I, I should know that, but I, I don't, I don't f- actually like to like Google them often. You know what I mean? I have those certain impressions where I really don't know too much about their lives. I, I keep up with our, t- we keep up with our top, I would say five. Sure. She's and you know top, the general. Yeah. She's a top for sure. But I don't. I, but like the age difference. Once you get into number details, I don't know that. Yeah. You know, do I do math? Not for fun. <laughs> not, definitely not for fun. I will look this up. Oh, and the age that they cut off for DiCaprio was 25. Oh, okay. So I, just that feels uh, a little just better. A, yeah. A little bit better. A fourth of a century. I want to get your hot take. Are they, your, I need your hot take. Okay. Get my hot take. Get my hot hot take take from the queen of dating different ages, at least on screen. I need a Jennifer Coolidge take on Leonardo DiCaprio's new relationship. I need it. Oh, our favorite MILF. Um, well, God, uh, um, I love it. I support it. Um, I, you know, I've been a, a MILF. Um, I was inducted into the, the MILF. The MILF uh, Guinness World Records, and I mean, I, I bagged, I had sex with a 25-year-old and, and his twin, and uh, I love that. Um, as, young, as young as you can get it, you know, I feel like I'm myself, um, like, I feel like I'm 25, so mentally, you know, I mean, I don't work out, and I don't, you know, I eat fries, but you know what I mean? Like, like I'm just like, like I look my age, right? But 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 I have the I have the soul of a, like an eighteen year old or something. So wh- like when I want to be in bed with somebody, I want somebody that you know like matches that. So that's what Leonardo is. You know, he's like a masterpiece, and he wants to 
you know, in bed when you're, um, what is it, like, um, horizontal or, like, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Horizontal, like, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, when you're laying down, age is irrelevant. It's not a thing, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want him young, you know. Do you find and him feel attractive, like, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio? You know what? Um, we I was almost going to get cast um, as his mom, but then... Um, and I was like, no, that's weird. No, stop. Um, because I would feel weird because I'm attracted to him, you know. <laughs> but then they casted Josh Duhamel. And then I was like, wait, shit, I'm also attracted to him. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's hard, right? Like, it's all these men that are just so good looking in Hollywood. But I don't know what we would talk about. I don't know. Probably. Do you feel that Hollywood has typecast you as a MILF? I mean... Yeah, they did. But uh, no, I'm so happy. Um, you like American Pie was so. Oh my God, I I loved it. Um, and you know, and now, like I'm rebirthed, right? Like I did White Lotus, and now I'm kind of like that that fun, like mom, more serious roles. Um, yeah, and um, The Watcher. I was a real estate agent. I was a sexy real estate yeah, agent. Yeah, you were. So, like I'm getting different roles, but yeah, no, I milked that. I milked the milf roles a lot. I loved it. As you so, should. You've yeah. been incredible. I really love the work you're Thank doing. You. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I have one more question so, for yeah. you. So Leo apparently has a cutoff age of 25. Um, mm. What's the age limit like for you? What, what do you feel is your demographic? Um, um, oh, let's see. Uh, probably 26 because um, <laughs> I pay for really expensive um, health insurance and yeah, so if they're over 26, yeah, I don't want them just dragging me down using my my Blue Cross Blue Shield, you know? <laughs> yeah, so 26, <laughs> yeah, but, but I won't say no to, like, you know, a 60-year-old, too, if he's got a high libido. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be like, Jennifer, with all of the work you're doing, SAG, you don't get SAG insurance? You're still Blue Cross Blue Shielding it? I probably do. I got to ask. Um, I got to ask my, my assistant. I, I don't even know. I, sometimes I'm on SAG. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes my boobs sag. I don't know. Um, SAG everything's is just a sagging. word. Yeah, everything's just a SAG. SAG's just a word. SAG. You know, SAG is just a word. But yeah. Yes. Iconic. Amen. Amen. Oh, my God. Literally iconic. The hottest it, takes. It, the hottest of hot takes only on big wigs. I'll I'm tell you what. so fun. So I'm having so fun. I'm having <laughs> I, 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 I just had a fun. brain aneurysm. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I have fun for me is life, fun life. Um, we have to end this episode, but I don't want to. But can I ask you one last I question? I don't want to either. Oh, my God. We're, it's a minute 10. We're killing it, Anna. Yes, ask away. Okay. What was your big wig moment of the week? Quick. Quick big wig moment of the week. Did you have a big wig moment? Big wig. Oh, my God. I can't believe we didn't get into this. Big wig moment of the week was um, I celebrated one of my close friends' birthday. Shout out, Rachel. Uh, we were in college together. And for her birthday, we went skiing. And um, my big wig moment was falling on my ass a couple times, but I had so much fun skiing. And I'm not, by no means am I, I – I can't ski. Like, I, I, I was pizzaing the whole way down, but I'm proud of myself for trying out a new sport and realizing how hard skiing is like you guys. Wow. Snowboarding, skiing. It's not easy as it looks. And, um, I'm excited to continue my ski journey. Like I really do want to like get Proud better of at you. skiing. It, 
Yeah. So I, I feel like just just doing it and like keeping it, you know, just like trying it was a big wig moment. It was fun. And I feel like um, successful, fun people with fun lives. They just try a bunch of different things. And like I ski and I, I don't know, they have all these fun um, hobbies and I want to grow my hobby list. Oh, that's big wig. That is big wig. It's so adult. She's finding her hobbies. I love that. <laughs> I, I had somebody once told me like, Dre, you don't have any hobbies besides wigs. And I was like, I got so defensive. I was like, and what do you do? And, and what, what the hell do you even do? You weirdo. Like you fart and stuff. Like I had the worst comeback ever, but now I'm realizing how fun hobbies now you're gonna be can like, be. Fuck you, bitch. I ski. <laughs> I hit the Poconos up to Park City. Then I went over to Aspen. Damn. But it's an expensive hobby. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah. What was, I want to go skiing with you, and what was your big wig moment of the week? You know, uh, I had two. First of all, um, oh. I got the pillowcase sent to me that Kris Jenner <laughs> supports, um, which is a huge big wig moment. Oh, the fact that I'm going to put my face on a pillowcase that Kris Jenner also maybe once put her face on. Not this one, but, you know, this type. Absolutely. Uh, she designed the prototype. Just knowing. So, yeah. So, I'm really excited about this pillowcase. Uh, I felt like a big wig. I felt like a fucking Kardashian. I think this is just another step, stepping stone to meeting them stepping. and having our dream dinner yes. with the Kardashians, at least with Courtney and Chris, where we just go and just have our beautiful... Uh, martinis and you know hang out um absolutely that's a big big moment i also wanted to say another big big moment i had absolutely zero problem irish goodbyeing at a party i went to and i was like <gasps> this is big wig like at a busy bar and i was like i looked at jared and i yeah. go i want to go home and i don't want to say goodbye to anyone can we just go and we did i'm so proud of thank you thank you thank you i am and there are certain situations where you're meeting somebody for the first time and you have to say bye or you like, you, you know, you're not like super close. But when it's one of those things where you're like, I feel like I have to say bye to everybody and like do the, do the thing. But sometimes you really don't. You don't. And and it felt and really you, good. And I didn't think, I, you know, I didn't yeah. feel the need to be like, sorry, I left. The next, no, I'm not apologizing. I had a nice no. time. I saw no. you. And I left. Big wig. And you did the damn thing. Thank you. That. To me, I feel a responsibility to always do this and do this. And what are people going to think if I do this? No one's even thinking about you. No, no one. <laughs> They're sad to see you go, but you'll see them again. And it's okay. And the world is not ending if you left a party without giving that long goodbye yeah. about when we're going to see each other again. You know? Yeah. Big wig moment. Guys, Irish goodbye. Mature. I loved it. Thank you. Mature. Thank you for letting me share that. That felt really good. Um, I want to hear I more about people's big wig moments. I also want to know if they want to. We're going to have to get advice. So these hot takes, I want to also do personal advice for our listeners. So if you have like, you know, I went on two dates. I don't know what to do. And I need Julia Fox to tell me what to do. You know, please like let us know if you tried the lemmy gummies. And you're feeling like, I don't know if that vaginal lemmy gummy is working out. Courtney is here to give you her hot take. I'm here. You know, or her advice. So, yeah, we're going to post a little more on our Instagram. Guys, we're still growing this show. So thank you for being here. We're obsessed with you. Um, tell your friends. Go rate it. Go review it. I don't know. Tell, tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Is that is that what they say? Is that the thing? That is. Thank you. That is. And you know what else I thought about? We could take questions because we did get a couple of DMs that we obviously didn't have too much time. We're just we're just gabbing on yeah. here. But I think we could just do like a um, every Friday or every Thursday when the episode comes out, we can do a little submission box and just do live questions right on Instagram stories from our Instagram. Love it. 
I love it. Um, I love and the you. really, really, really hilarious ones we can obviously do on the podcast. I love you right back. So fun. Um, yeah, so fun. Really good episode. We went flying by. Um, flying I hope by. hope you guys have an amazing week. And don't forget, you're a big wig. That's all. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>